This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 64 of the Wisdom by Wisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguila. Welcome to Wisdom by Wisa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Well, Sophia, you got a show coming up. When do you sign up for the August trade show? What's the deadline? Anything else you want to mention about that? Yes, it's time to sign up for the August Westside trade show. In just two days, actually, both buyers and exhibitors can go onto our website, which again is westsidetradeshow.com, to sign up, to get their exhibit space, to get listed, or to sign up as an attendee. Just a quick note, the permanent tenants of the DMC will also have to submit a contract if they want to exhibit with WESA and be listed in the WESA directory. And again, as a reminder, the exhibitors can sign up up until May 14th. The buyer registration closes on August 9th, and then the WESA trade show opens on August 26th, and we're excited to see you there. High-End Accents opened for business in 2005 as a small home textile manufacturer focused on rustic bedding and bath designs. By 2012, it expanded its product offering to include traditional beddings and accessories and a year later launched its own home decor line. Today, the company offers fashion top-of-bed products, soft accessories, bath textiles, table linens, home decor items, and more. It describes its growth strategy as designing versatile styles to fit the ever-changing home focus and specialize is in designer luxury at an affordable price. And company VP of sales Patty Price and designer Amy Morehouse join us today to talk more about the company's story. Hey, welcome Patty Price and Amy Morehouse of High End Accents to the Wisdom by Wisa show. Hello, how are you? How are you doing? We're doing absolutely great. This is going to be kind of a fun show. If you've listened to any of our past 63 episodes, because you're 64, uh, we do a lot of tack and we do a lot of horse things and a lot of Western fashion things. But that's not the only thing that the Western market buys. It's not the only thing Western retailers sell, but it's uh, something Western retailers buy anyway. They need all the things in their home and in their lifestyle uh, that you sell. And if they can buy them at the same place they buy some of their other things, that's a win-win for everybody. So, Amy, as I understand it, you have the history of High End to share with us. If you do that, then we'll move into what's happening in the company today. Great. Well, Jay and Cynthia, it's a privately owned company. They uh, started the business with a quilt that had a Lone Star on it. And 15 plus years later, it's going strong. It, It has Lots of different categories. Western, I would say, is probably 75% of our customer base. But we also do coastal and farmhouse and traditional and modern. Everything that we sell is, you know, comforters, quilts, bed skirts, pillows. We even have wall art 
and including kitchenware, which was really popular at the WISA show in January. But, you know, 16-year-old company, and we're evolving right now to, you know, more transitional, contemporary styling, and um, it's something for everyone. So we started off back then with a a lone star on a bedspread, which is an interesting way to get this started. But was it, was there an instinct that the Western market, uh, the Western homeowner, the Western, somebody doing interior design for, uh, a Western home, uh, would be looking for the type of products that you are providing. And was there an absence of those products when you came in the market? The Western industry, one, as you know, I've been in it my whole career. It's a very loyal customer. It's a customer that likes quality. There was a hole in the industry for it, for us to find, you know, something that fit our lifestyle. But at the same time, I feel like America is kind of a nostalgic place where, you know, we all watched John Wayne growing up and played Cowboys and Indians. So even if you're not from the Western lifestyle, you still, there's still some fascination by it. So I think not only is there was there a hope for it in the Western industry, but as a whole, there was a need for it. So now we are here in 2021, and you've got a track record, you've got a a, a reputation, but you still have the need to come up with on a regular basis products that have a high consumer demand. What's the process by which you consider, accept, throw away, or change? product lines and items in those lines so that there is always something new for the retailer to sell and something fresh for the consumer to buy? Well, just like any other industry, we do our best to do our customer research and our market research and see what's trending, what colors are on point. We go with the Western industry. I feel like in our industry, we like a lot of basics, but then we like a lot of wow on top, such as pillows or your bed skirts with the curtains and your deck pillows. It's, it's really a research process. I often tell people when you design, it's part math, part design, and part having merchandising skills to see how it's going to tie together on your retailer's floor and help them see that. We do a lot of lifestyle shots within our showroom just to let people totally can see what this final product looks like and how good it can look in their store as well. When you are uh, looking for, I'm sure you're looking always for more retail distribution, the new stores come in, older stores go away. Uh, what is the, maybe ideal isn't the right word, but I'll use it. Who's the ideal customer for, or the ideal customers, that there are several categories for your product lines? I'm talking you know, retail, retail, not consumer. Right. Uh, Mike, you know, really, we have such a broad base of customers where we sell tack and feed stores, tractor supply, all the way to designers, and most importantly, all those Western retailers that have apparel, kitchen. It's the broadest range you can imagine. I've never been worked at a company that had such a broad range, but it's really great because that tells you the breadth of our assortment and our line and how, you know, we've got a little bit of something for everybody. Does a retailer need to be of a certain size or sales volume to be considered uh, as one of your retailers? Not really. I mean, we have an opening order, minimum opening order of $1,000 and a $100 reorder thereafter. But, um, you know, they could be, I mean, believe it or not, we've got some gas stations that have gift shops that we sell to. So it doesn't have to do anything with size. Uh, we do try to, you know, uh, go through the list and make sure they're of the same kind of 
brand integrity that we'd like to be a part of. Uh, so we're not selling actually to a flea market, but um, you know, we really have a broad base and um, it doesn't, you know, we can, we can filter through and see who's right for us. How many purchases are determined by consumers alone and what percentage of your business is driven by professional interior designers working for consumers? Is that a fair question? Well, it is. Um, you know, it's kind of a changing mix. I mean, it was always higher with the number of retailers. Um, and that's kind of switching around now because designers, just like Amy, are looking for a product for their jobs. And they're becoming a majority a part of the business and the buyers. And they're more in touch with what the actual consumer really wants. They're working with them on a daily basis. So it is kind of mixing up a little bit on the uh, breakout and the percentage. Okay. You'd mentioned, uh, and Amy, you had mentioned as well, what is, what is your background? You said you've been in this business for a while, uh, and I'm going to ask the same question of you, Patty, but what is your, uh, what is your background and what's the expertise that you bring to the table uh, for the company? I grew up a rancher's daughter. I grew up uh, on a 165,000-acre ranch under one fence. I had the largest class in Guthrie, Texas. I was one of 11. And we all came from ranching and farming families. So not only do I think growing up that way gives you a sense of a different kind of work ethic, it also gave me the ability to use my creative skills to entice this Western customer, knowing what they like and how they use things, things that are, you know, that might you might see at a city home, but you wouldn't see in a country home. A Western customer tends to like more neutral earth tones because we are people of the earth. We are, we work all day. We don't want to come in and sit on a white comforter, that type of scenario that it's more, we, we can make a creative design functional. Amy well, is our and, true, true consumer. She is just like our consumer. She's lived the life, knows what it's about. She's been a member of WISA for many years. And so we rely on her design instinct to really guide some of our best design creations. It sounds, Amy, as if you provide a layer of authenticity to what you design, where what comes out, people are going to look at it, especially in the Western lifestyle, and say, well, nobody does that or nobody likes that. You uh, keep that level of authenticity, which has got to be very important given your retail market and your consumer. So, Patty, your, uh, your background and what you bring to the table at the company. Well, I'm the business person. I'm the numbers and the operational and most, most importantly, the sales aspects. So um, I came from a retail background of buying uh, at Macy's and uh, was a buyer there for many years and moved then to the wholesale side and have been with uh, a watch company, Movado, all the way to home companies and uh, evolved here and I'm really, really enjoying it because our business now is so, so good. That's the fun part. But um, I'm the background trying to think of every way we can to do the right kind of business and the processes behind it. So I'm not as much fun as Amy, but I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I tell you, if I were going to start a software, soft goods, and accent company from scratch in this market, you two would have the perfect background that I'd want to bring in to make that happen. Uh, Patty, you and I talked about this just a little bit when we did a little pre-discussion the other day. The country is coming out of a pandemic, but we've talked to so many people in the Western world while they personally may have suffered a bit. Uh, economically, the Western world came through the pandemic of uh, the other parts of the Western world relatively healthy. And I think you told me the same thing for your company. I'll answer that one for her because she and I were discussing that earlier. I think that, you know, we, we said earlier that our business, our customers are a very loyal customer, but also too, during all this time, all this the, the the year of unrest and not knowing what's going on. I think we're all kind of wanted to feel safe in our own homes. And we, we took our money and we spent it to create an atmosphere that we felt safe in. I think the Western world, again, as I said, was a loyal customer. I think that they spend their money in a different way. But I do feel like America, all Americans, no matter what the industry, they, they really wanted to go back to the roots, what made them feel safe. And we all feel safe in our own homes. And we had that like sense of nostalgia that remembered when we were little kids and what made us feel safe. And, and you know, our homes are. They're our safe place to go to. When you're in your home full-time, locked in and quarantined, you're looking at everything saying, okay, let's redo this and that. And so much that everything in the home, uh, everyone's had most parts of their home remodeled, refreshed. And uh, that's where high-end accents comes in. You know, we have that perfect, it's, it's probably the least expensive way you can make and change the look in your home. Uh, versus, you know, uh, putting new marble in the kitchen. <laughs> you're pro you're exactly right. Uh, one more question, actually, two more questions, and I'm, I ask this every time. Uh, I don't know of a successful business that doesn't have something new in the background, and it may be something you can't talk about. But is there uh, are there new products, new trends, uh, new ways of doing business at high end that we're going to see in the future? I think what you're going to see from us, we've already kind of started, is we, we're building a big backbone of the uh, traditional the items you can get back into. One of our newest ones is we have a wonderful new bedding collection called the Stella that's all velvet, which the Western industry has always really been drawn to. And I think you're going to see us be able to bring back a proven style to you. And each season, we will do it in a different color. I think one thing that we do that most other companies do not do is the diversification of all the categories. So we're trying to step up our game and our accessories category as well. And you'll see our kitchen and all our dishes and our melamine. You'll start to see the line continue to grow with that as we add new styles because of the success of the current style. You know, from a business perspective, high-end accents is really expanding. They, they put back forth money into the people, into the company. So we get new software, new systems, and we're hiring subject matter experts that are experienced in their field. So that brings a whole new level to the team. And we're on a real growth sport. Uh, we are opening a new showroom in High Point Market. Uh, we're expanding our Dallas showroom into a space that's on an escalator that's front-facing. It's going to be gorgeous. So we're on the move, really. Great. I just have another question. I did want to ask, is your market primarily in the U.S. or do you have an international market? 
Our market's primarily in the U.S. We are expanding. Uh, you know, we've got some contacts we're working with in Germany, but uh, right now we're really focused domestically here, here in Canada, I'd say. You know, but we're going to look into uh, shipping into Mexico. We already have a few accounts there, a few in Australia, but we're on the growth spurt to expand that international business. Okay. And since this is the Wisdom of My WISA show, I have to ask the role that WISA uh, has played uh, and will play uh, in your business. Well, WISA has always been a wonderful support system. It's always brought the people to us. It's given us as a company the tools like the mailing list, the advertisement. I remember when I started out in the industry, I was a buyer and we called our little WISA book the Bible because we kept it at our desk all year long because of the ads and the availability of us being able to get to the people to put this wonderful product in our stores. And I also think it's been a consistent voice in the industry that has given us the tradition that we need, but it's also given us the roots, the roots that we started with, but it's also given us the ability to grow and grow into the next, you know, the next generation. Okay, well, I appreciate that as well. And I've enjoyed having both of you on the show. And we've learned a lot about a part of the industry that I will admit I did not have a, uh, uh, a good handle on. Um, but I'm sure impressed with it now. I know there's, you know, there is a market that you serve in the Western world. Now I know a lot more about it. And it sounds like you guys are going to do a great job on it. Well, listen, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. We always enjoy these shows. But as Sophia and I were talking, there is more than boots and saddles and tack uh, and those kind of things to the Western world. And they buy your products, a good company uh, like yours in this business. We're glad you're part of the, the WISA world. And thank you so much, uh, both of you, for spending the time with us. Thank you. Thank you. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets.